Sarah, have you seen my pictures of Hunter on Instagram? I love all of them. Yes. Right? Right? He Hunter is my new dog walking client. And as I've mentioned, I mentioned in the bonus episode we just put up on Patreon. And now I'm going to go into it more here. The owner wants to. Hello. Wait a minute. Hold on. Womenology podcast. Sarah, how are you? This is Kristen, <laughs> my co-host is Sarah. It's still fucking Corona. Yep. We're still exhausted. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. I have st- oh, I have a story. You know what? Let me get into this story now, that we- and I'll get into the dog story in a second. Okay. Not that people are waiting with bated breath to hear about the dogs. <laughs> so today I'm walking one of my dogs, and I have a mask on, mm-hmm. and I have my glasses on. Mm-hmm. So my mask comes right below my nose because if I put it over my nose, my glasses get all fogged up. Yes. So I'm walking the dog, and all of a sudden I hear... I look around and I'm like, what? Uh, and it's a woman and she's sitting in one of the vestibules for waiting for the bus. Mm-hmm. So there's this big, thick pane of glass separating us. And she, That's said, perfect. She, point, <laughs> she points to her nose and she says, move up your mask. And I, oh, I said, right, what? Yeah. And she said, you need to cover your nose. Yeah. And I said, no, I can't breathe. And my glass, and I'm thinking to myself, why am I explaining myself? To this woman and she said you you're not wearing it correctly yeah and i said you don't fucking get to tell me how to wear my mask and you're lucky i'm wearing one at all and i walked away no, she thought she was helping you no see see no see she wasn't here's why she wasn't <laughs> okay because i'm a fucking adult yeah and i don't need some fucking busybody. sarah um, i swear to god sarah <laughs> <laughs> You and I, we're not going to see eye to eye on this one. I guess not. Yeah. No, it's just not her fucking place. I'm doing the best I can, and not everybody can wear the mask up over their nose. Dude, I can't breathe. It is um, not comfortable. <laughs> that, it's Forget- true. It's not It's not even just not comfortable. Like, I, I don't mind the discomfort so much because I'll just, every few steps or, you know, I'll lift it up a little and take a breath. You know, I'll, I'll manage it, but I can't see if my glasses are fogged. Right. And, yeah. uh, you know, what do you want me to do? Um, I have considered a number of alternatives. Oh, God. <laughs> of course you have. Uh, number one, <laughs> full scuba gear. All right. Okay. I'm listening. Uh, number two, <laughs> Halloween stores need to reopen immediately. Because all of those masks are full face coverings. They're rubber. Uh, a lot of them cover your eyes too, right? They have like just little like fine mesh screens where the eyes are. That's that's what we need to be doing, I think. We need to be you know what I want to get? Remember, you, you saw uh, American Horror Story Cult, right? Yes. Yeah, I want to get one of those clown masks. <laughs> with like the or- big, the, no- the noses on all three sides. <laughs> or the ball the gag in her mouth. Funny- latex unitard <laughs> sure sure no absolutely sure <laughs> those might actually be taking off now i think some of the kardashians were wearing them recently oh well so then i mean sure yeah. okay they're gonna have a moment now um so yeah scuba gear halloween masks uh gas mask if you have it um i don't know there's there's a lot of options still to explore you could get um amazon is selling these 
hats with like plastic shields, which are, I mean, uh, uh, like obviously not hospital issue, right? Mm-hmm. But they're, um, they are face coverings. So, and didn't you, you just start wearing a mask last week? Did I? Yeah. Well, I haven't even been out. I've only worn a mask in my house because I had my my mother-in-law sent me some that she was making. You don't ever leave your house? I haven't uh, in the past two weeks. Are you serious? Yeah, and I'm I'm trying to stay in for another because they told us that this was like the apex these, these two weeks. Oh, yeah. See, our apex was last week. Yeah, so I have tried to st- I'm trying to stay in another week entirely, like no grocery mm. store, nothing. Oh my god, really? Yeah, I don't uh, know how. Yeah, people... I don't I don't want to get this. <laughs> I don't, don't want it. I don't want it. I didn't ask for it. Nope. <laughs> I think about that all the time. <laughs> I don't know who asked for this. Wasn't we me. were talking <laughs> it was when you and I were talking about little women and you uh-huh. were like, "Nope, don't want it." No. <laughs> didn't ask for it? No. I still haven't seen it. I have no plans on seeing it, no. although, although, I keep seeing the name Greta Gerwig thrown around. For what? When people are talking about the Carolyn Calloway, Natalie Beats. Oh, the casting. The casting. Yeah. And apparently, well, Carolyn Calloway said the casting is going to be a big deal. I know. People are like, <laughs> oh, this bitch again. Yes, this bitch again. Yeah. Part three dropped today. Sorry. Part three dropped today. We're sorry, still going to rush to read it. Sorry, not sorry. Um, so, yeah, I, I hear Greta Gerwig. I don't know if that's really a thing or not. I feel like she's, um, she's too, too old, big. right? No, really? to direct it? Oh, I thought you were saying to play Caroline Calloway. Oh, God, no. Okay. No. To direct it. Because they ha- they have to get a woman to direct it, right? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, they have to. They have to. So, yeah, let's not delve too deeply. Uh, we do delve deeply into Carolyn Calloway's response to Natalie Beach on the bonus episode we posted on Patreon. And I was going to make that live, and I thought, oh, we need more stuff for the Patreon. And yeah. because it's so Carolyn-centric, and I think that's very niche uh, I didn't want to waste a, um, a a live episode on it. Mm, yeah, and I also wanted to give the the three patrons that we have, which we and we appreciate all of all three of you. Just Shout so out you to know. the Holy Trinity. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. So part three dropped today. I will be reading it. You'll be reading it, right? We'll be texting tonight. Mm-hmm. Of course. I hate I hate you for getting me so invested in this. I mean, you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. You, Sarah. Um, yeah. Oh, so back to Hunter. Hunter is awesome. He's my new dog client, but the owner wants to put a shock collar on him. Okay. And he asked me what I thought, and I said, I, th- I think that's inhumane and cruel, and if you do that, I will not walk him. And I said, give me two weeks. Let me see what I can do with him before you put this thing on this contraption on him I said but keep in mind he will he will fear you and it will traumatize him so consider that it's not going to help these things don't help they shock the animal they hurt the animal no just don't do it Uh, just do the work I know a lot of people put those collars on because they don't want to do the work and training 
do the work in the training. They are your pet. They are part of your family. Do the work. Right. And seen. Also, dogs are pretty trainable. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, yeah, they um, are. Some are more trainable than others, right? Like, I, I know the breed matters a lot, but. Yeah. It's not like a cat. <sighs> my cat. Jesus Christ. <laughs> they are trainable. God, my cat. I ju- when people say cats are assholes, cats are assholes. They just are. They really are. And I love Iggy to death. To, okay, this is what Iggy did this morning. Okay, Iggy's my cat that I um, I adopted from the ASPCA. So Luca, I made the mistake of buying Luca treats. And so she like really, really, really likes the treats. So right. this morning, it must have been around 6.30, quarter to 7. Luca is by my bed. I'm like, oh my God, what? And he, she rushes over to the bookcase and I put the treats high up on the bookcase and wouldn't you know it Iggy climbs up on the bookcase and what does Iggy do knocks a bunch of shit over no no well she knocks just the bag of treats onto the floor oh teamwork teamwork (laughs) teamwork makes the dream work (laughs) right and I just thought that's my Iggy like that's Iggy he he's an imp but looking out Iggy he really does. He just has such a good heart. Yeah. You know, these they're like little furry people. Speaking of furry people, I, I don't know how I, I gonna... Before we leave this topic, I have to yes. uh, note, because this seems to be related to Iggy's personality. Somebody on Twitter this week posted um, something about dog people and cat people. Let me, let me find it quickly. <laughs> Uh, it was like, is there a difference? Uh, Ki- at Kevin Bay uh, wrote, "Dog people always act like dogs are so much better than cats." But as a cat person, just want to say, you never see cats working with cops. Oh, I saw that. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Iggy would absolutely not be a confidential informant. <laughs> no, Iggy would no. not snitch. No, no. <laughs> You know, he's he's Sicilian. His name is Ignazio. <laughs> we don't snitch. We don't snitch. It's just not part of our culture. Mm-mm. All right, so Sarah, let's yeah. talk breakups for a second. Yeah, I have I have a story that I'm I, I think is the craziest thing I've ever heard. Okay, <laughs> um, lay it on us. So it is it is brief. Um, so I I don't you know I, I hope this isn't disappointing. There's all this buildup. I'm telling you, it's the craziest story. <laughs> but I was talking to a friend uh, last week who mm-hmm. broke up with her live-in boyfriend. Mm. They broke up because she couldn't convince him that she was not making porn. What? Right? <laughs> so ba- so basically, uh, dude alleges <laughs> that uh, multiple men have approached him to say like, Oh hey, I I think your I think your girlfriend's doing porn. I think I saw her in a porn. Which which first of all, like No, it doesn't happen. Uh, right. It wouldn't happen. <laughs> Nobody would do that. Nobody would be like, bruh, bruh, bruh. <laughs> your girl. I'm pretty sure I saw her in uh two guys, a girl, and a pizza fucking place, whatever. The porn <laughs> version of that. Like No, of course not. People would mind their business. Um, so, but that was secondary to him claiming that he saw her in porn first, which doesn't that kind of, I mean, 
there's the answer to the question. Right. Okay. Right. So <laughs> let's let's deconstruct this a little bit. <laughs> let's break this down. Let's unpack uh, it. He's watching. He's consuming the porn. Right. He's watching it in the first place. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's an action. <laughs> Secondary action is being mad at the woman in your home <laughs> for be- for allegedly or like cl- claiming to believe that she did the porn but like how can you be mad at the woman for making the porn that you just enjoyed right right what? well we don't know that he enjoyed it well no he, you know well, what again <laughs> here we go here we go okay here's the thing i mean he i know wanted out of the he wanted out of the relationship anyway he's making up something stupid and or he wanted out of the relationship anyway he watched a porn he convinced himself the woman looked like his girlfriend and he used that to get out of the relationship nobody approached this dickwad and said hey your girl i saw your girlfriend fucking taking it from both sides yeah there's (laughs) absolutely no way that that happened that never happened nope Um, nope never happened no never happened and i <laughs> have a hard time believing that he really believes this. I I think you're right. I think it's it's at the it's at minimum it's a way of starting an argument, right? Right. And probably it's a way of initiating an irreconcilable breakup. Which right, because he doesn't want to be the bad guy. I don't. Yeah, we're back to that again. I guess. We're back to that again. Um, but to give you a like a little bit more context. <laughs> oh, there's more into why this was so absurd to me uh he's accusing this woman who is a tenured professor which that could destroy her career well not only that but like when would she have had time (laughs) well not only that but how would she get a job as a tenured professor if she was doing porn right especially if she's so recognizable and the porn is uh disseminating so widely that people are approaching him on the street like oh hey isn't that he's he's crossing his fingers hoping nobody applies any critical thinking to this (laughs) bullshit story that he's created (laughs) i think that's what was so funny about it to me is that uh, his uh then girlfriend clearly intelligent right (laughs) but this guy is such a dummy (laughs) that he came up with this girlfriend's a professor you dope right (laughs) just i don't know like i I, I I laughed a little. I have to admit, it like it's just so absurd. The whole thing it's is ridiculous. So it's ridiculous because so he just did, yeah, he just didn't want to be an adult and say this no longer works for me. Yeah, I think that's the most absurd breakup I've ever heard of. What? But that? Uh, how often do we hear stories like that where? And, and I think we actually read a letter recently where the woman said, and he gave me, like, the, nothing made sense. Oh, right. Yeah, the non-answer kind of thing. Right. Because the, the, the reasons he gave you were bullshit. He just wanted out of the relationship. He just didn't want to be a boyfriend. That's it. Yeah. Well, you know, there you go. And, <laughs> um, like, I'm going, no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to. It's a little too personal. I actually said to Don the other night, I said, do you mind when I talk about you? He's like, no, not at all. It's, you know, you don't really go into detail or anything. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I haven't gone into detail. And so I think this might be one of those going into detail situations. So I'm going to, 
But let's just say that when someone breaks up with you and you're trying to follow their reasoning and you can't, it's because they don't really have a reason. They just know they don't want to be in a relationship. Yeah. Not, I mean, th yeah. that's really what it comes down to. That it's They've manufactured a narrative that is so stupid or so flimsy right. that they can't support it. Well, and I think that's probably like, 90% of relationships, right? If you if the the person doing the breaking up can't point to a a real irrefutable thing, it's it usually comes down to like I, I just don't want to. I don't want to do this. I don't want to. Right. <laughs> you don't want to? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was stupid and that guy's a pussy and uh yeah. <laughs> It's, it was just stupid. It's just dumb. It's so dumb. <sighs> okay. Final thoughts on that one? I just... I'm sorry for whoever this guy hits up with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. All right. So something that we all hear very often is how dating apps like Tinder or Bumble or Hinge or whatever, that they're just hookup apps, right? We do. Oh, that, that. They're, they're just for hookups. And what we often hear from people is they say one of two things. One, it's nothing but scammers. Okay. Or two, it's nothing but, and if we're talking about women, it's nothing but guys looking for sex. Right. And this is one of those situations kind of like when we were talking about Shawnee and how she said people always tell her men are intimidated by her and yeah. no one really stops to dig a she little bit. Yeah, she doesn't put up with any crap. Yeah, she's so no-nonsense. Um, when somebody says, oh, there's nothing but scammers on there or, or there's nothing but guys on, guys on there that just want sex, it's time, to, it's time to dispel that myth because that's one of those things that's been repeated so often that people believe it but no one ever digs deeper or questions it. And no one ever says the most important thing, which is maybe it's just the guys you go for. Sure. That just want sex or that are scammers. And well, there's a neat, I mean, there's a darker explanation too, which is maybe they only wanted sex from you. True. Ouch. Ooh. Well, frosty. like I said, it's, it's darker. It's darker. <laughs> Chillier. But, but we're, it's, but we're, everybody's that person to somebody, you know? Yes. Yes. I know I've been that person to somebody. Yeah, to a lot of people. Everybody's that person to somebody. So I, we received this letter and it says, hi, prior to the virus pandemic, I explored online dating without success. I have encountered that the quality of men on these sites is very poor. And almost all of these men use online dating sites for hookups. This is really disappointing and such a turnoff. I do not feel optimistic about finding a good, respectful, successful, intelligent, loving, affectionate family man in my near future. Oh, jeez. Okay. What's her name? Jane. Her name was Jane. God, Jane. That's, you know. It's getting dark. <laughs> That's a bummer, Jane. So, look. Just mathematically, does it make sense that all the guys on these apps are just looking for sex? It does not. It does not. And I'm sure we can all name 
one too many people or just one that we know is a good person and they're looking for a relationship. I can't tell you how many guys sign up for these workshops and I'm so thrilled that these workshops are taking off. I can't tell you how many people sign up for these workshops and they're men and they're good guys. Okay. They're good guys. Okay. Good. And so one thing that I will always, I will sort of always sort of turn it back and say like, who are you going for? Number one. Yeah. But also, you know, if you're initiating a lot, like you really need to go back and look at the pattern here because if you're always the one initiating, if you're always the one pushing the conversation along, that's part of the reason why you're ending up with these guys. Right. They have a lot of other options probably. They have a lot of other options. And so they might go out with you and they're like, eh, why not? Maybe I'll get laid. Right. And then show no interest after whether you had sex with them or not. Right. Um, so there's that, number one. Number two, are you going for guys who are, like, objectively hot? Mm. Like, I've, I, look, I, look. <laughs> I, don't know how, I don't know how to say this other than to say we're all fucking average. Get over it. Like, just accept it. We are all average. Well, that's that the law maybe, of averages. Right. right. That's there's a small percentage of people on these dating apps that are objectively good looking. Yeah. And I can assure you, if you find them interesting, other people do as well. Well, so, I think there's also a pretty significant difference between good looking and great looking. Right. <laughs> or right. Unbelievable looking. Right. Like I hate to say this, but stop going for the really good-looking people on these apps and these sites. Why? Why do you do it? Why? Because I can tell you they're being inundated. They have so many options. They don't have to lift a finger. Yeah. So, it, it, and, and I really truly believe, and I've said this over and over again, every time I would read a little nudge, and again, she posted something from clients, and there are two emails from clients and they're both talking about how all the men that <laughs> nudge, like, put them in contact with, all blew them off. And I'm like, what the fuck? What uh, is going on? <laughs> that's true to form. <laughs> that's true to form. <laughs> that tracks. But it's because, I think, first of all, she initiates all of this, all of these conversations. Mm-hmm. Because she uses sites where you can still initiate, like Match.com and JDate. Okay. If you're always initiating... That's the problem. Yeah. That is the problem in a nutshell. If you're always initiating, if you're always the one following up, if you're always the one starting the conversations, if you're always, you know, the conversation drops off and then you're checking back, you're circling back, as we're saying now in the the (laughs) age of Zoom. Oh, we'll circle back to that. If you're circling back, if you're always the one circling back, that's why you're having this experience. I think it might be... Um, and I mean, you're free to disagree with me, obviously, but I think it might be important to differentiate uh, initiating from circling back with regard to gender. I think probably if, if you're a woman always doing the initiating, yeah, that's an indicator that you're about to be disappointed. But if you're a man and you're always initiating, I don't think that's the same indicator. However, I, the circling mm-hmm. back thing, I think, is across the board. All, all genders. If you're the only one following up, you're the only yes. one interested. 
you know what? I'm going to say that this is this is for both genders. In okay. my opinion, is for both genders. I see where you're coming from, but I think that online dating. I think the biggest problem, the biggest hurdle that people are encountering with these dating sites and dating apps is they are throwing everything up against the wall, hoping something will stick, meaning they're just yeah. sending messages and sending men swiping and messaging and this and that instead of going to that, going to your favorites list, going to the people who have already liked you, instead of focusing on the people who have initiated interest first. Right. And I will stand by that to my dying day. I have a question. Rem- <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you think that some part of this is that people, women mostly probably, are dismissing men too early because the men showed interest in sex and they concluded they're only interested in sex? I, I think it's very possible that... Um, I think it's very possible that they hooked up with these guys and then when the guy didn't immediately want a relationship, yeah, they're saying, oh, they're just looking for sex. And as right. I said, a, 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 a sentence I put in the post was that there's a difference between guys who are just clearly out for sex and guys who take take you out and let's say you hook up or you have sex and then they decide, you know, the chemistry is not there. Right. That's different. And we do have to learn how to differentiate between the two. I guess what I mean is I also think it's different if uh, if a man shows that he is interested in having sex with you. Like, let's, let's maybe not hold that against him. <laughs> let's maybe not discount that person just because you know what they're thinking. Because that doesn't mean they're only interested in sex, necessarily. True, I mean, obviously, let, if it makes you feel bad or gross or in danger, that's a right. different thing. That's different. But now, um, give me an example of a guy who's interested I mean, in sex, but he's not being like, gross Let's just say, it. like, two people are on different timelines, right? This happens a lot. The man is interested in having sex on the second date. And mm-hmm. the woman, rather than say, because it's hard, it's hard to speak up. Uh, as a woman we've talked about this before like mm-hmm. it's really hard to put the brakes on and and for some reason use our words <laughs> and just say like you know I'm not, I'm not really comfortable with that yet I am interested in you but I'd like to just you know hold off on sex for now um I mean see even like hypothetically I was struggling with a way to put it like yeah it is gently it's, it's a but tough, encouraging <laughs> it's a tough conversation to have I'm trying to think how I did this with Dawn. I'm trying to think because trust me, I was a big hoe. I was I would like have sex on the first date and I never really cared. And I don't think that having sex on the first date was why it took so long for me to be in a relationship. Uh, because I I think yeah, it I don't just think had that's to a real thing. It's not a real thing. Like we have made that into something that's not real. Like if you have sex on the first date, you could end up marrying the person. Who who right. knows? Or you could end up living together having whatever well and if you have sex on the first date and the guy holds it against you you don't want a relationship you don't want him anyway so it's a great litmus test um (laughs) everybody try it yeah (laughs) get back to us let me know write us letters um i think 
it was more of a um, I like we just didn't even I just didn't even address it. It was more like okay, goodbye, you know, good night. Would kiss. He'd walk me to a cab and would kiss, and that was that. Mm-hmm. And when I was ready to have sex with him, I we went out to dinner and I asked him to come over, and we had sex. Yeah, you know, like that sounds pretty easy. You make right, it sound like, so easy. But I but I think th- the difference was that I I wasn't putting myself in a situation where sex might be on the table <clears throat> and I would have to have that conversation. Like I was always clipping it. Oh, we'd go to dinner, drinks, whatever. Yeah. Get into the cab. That was that. No, text goodnight, text goodnight, whatever. Nice kiss goodnight. Great. When I was ready to have sex with him, that's when I said, hey, why don't you come over? Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of times we feel pressured when we meet a guy that we really like. Yeah. I mean, meet... that third date thing is still a thing, right? Ugh, not, it's not a thing. <laughs> we, well, we think it's a thing. It's not a thing. <laughs> <laughs> it pervades. <laughs> what did you say? It what? It pervades. It persists. Yep, yeah. it does. It absolutely does. It is not a thing. Um, and I think that we sometimes feel pressured, we by meaning women, you know, if a guy says, hey, you know, do you want to come over for a drink? And you really like somebody, but you're like, oh, he's probably going to want to have sex, but I don't want the night to end. I think that, you know, we are adults. And if the, if the guy puts the question out there, there's nothing wrong with the guy putting the question out there. It's up right. to you to say no. If you know this is not a time where you, if you're not ready to have sex with somebody and you know that if you have sex now, you're going to overthink it, say, oh, I'm, I'm exhausted, but I've had a great time and I want to do it again. Right. You know, or, oh, you know, it, and it's hard because you don't want to seem like you're rejecting him because you're not interested. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, what you, I, I just, I, I, I guess that's, that's the thing is, you know, if they ask that question, Try to clip the date before that question could even come up. Yeah. yeah. You know, it, it's, it, you know, it's, it sounds easy to do. It sounds easy. It I, I don't know. If it, easy to do. <laughs> it does sound easy. Like if you're having a great time and you don't want the night to end, I get that. But if you know that you're going to overthink this, or if it's, if, it, if you know that if you have sex with this guy and you don't hear from him in a few days and you're going to be hurt, you you have to be you have to be responsible for yourself, yeah. and and try and curate the situation in a way that allows you to leave without having an awkward conversation. Well, I think it might be awkward no matter what, but you have to just be willing to do it. Be willing to have the awkward conversation yeah. or, or leave. No, I'm asking you, being willing to have the awkward conversation yeah, or be willing to oh, both. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You really have to, you really have to decide like this is, I'm just not comfortable with it. Or, or third option, you go home with them, you have sex with them and you decide if this doesn't work, that's okay. I'm okay. I'm not, you know, if it's not meant to be, it's not meant to be. It doesn't necessarily mean he's just into sex. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. So you can have sex with him, but you have to do it saying, okay, if this, if I don't hear from him again, 
I'll be okay. It might sting, but I'll be okay. Yeah. That doesn't the, that doesn't seem like the type of person that asks this question though about the abs. <laughs> Which well, is most fine. people aren't. Most yeah. people aren't. You know, yeah, most people are not. It's very hard to shirk that. It's very hard to walk into that situation and go, if I don't hear from this person again, uh, I'm going to be hurt, but I'll get through it. And the thing to remember is every time you go on a date with someone that you really like, there's that chance of sex or no sex. Right. Whether that topic comes up, you might not hear from that person again. That's true. So you're still taking, you're taking that risk regardless. And you have to remind yourself of that. Yeah. There is no way to know. There is no way to know other than having sex with them. <laughs> yeah. That's the that's the kicker, ladies and gentlemen. So I don't agree that these apps are full of people who just want sex. I think there are I think there are people like that on that site, but for the but here's the thing, like I think most of them are really upfront about it. It seems I think, that way. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. I think the days of the guys, you know, oh, I'm going to just take you out and everything's great and right. try to get you into bed. I think those days are kind of over. Like, I, mean, I think guys are just that's like. how it seems to me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think at this point, guys are like, you know, do you want to come over? Can I come over? Right. Like, they're not even hiding it anymore. I just think people are so, they're done. They're done with playing the game. They're done with the charade. They're done with the facade. Fuck me or don't. If you either you're into it or not, I think that's where, I think that's where we were at before COVID. May currently still be at. Yeah. But I do. I think people now, you know, where there's just such a lack of accountability with these apps, that people no longer fear saying, "This is what I'm looking for, in or out." Yeah. So yeah. I don't agree that these apps are full of. Um, people just looking for sex. I think, Jane, that you either A, go for the guys that have a ton of options that might not just be looking for sex, but might not be looking for a relationship. Again, two different things. Mm, yeah. You and know? I think you should not discount people who want to have sex with you because that's part of the point. Right. Like, yeah, it's okay that a, a, somebody goes out on a date and wants to get laid. That's okay. You know, that's okay. As long as they don't force their opinion on you, as long as they don't right. guilt you into it, as long as they don't force themselves on you, you know, mm-hmm. that's it doesn't make them a bad person. And here's another shocker. A lot of men, most men I would think, if a woman said, you know, that's just not something I'm comfortable with, if they're into the woman, they're going to be fine with it. Yeah. You know, they might not wait around for three months. No. No. But <laughs> that's a long time. That's a long time. But they they'll say, "Oh, I get that. I like her. That's fine." Mhm. They get it. Like a, most guys understand. Sorry for whacking the microphone there. I think <laughs> most guys know what we deal with. I think so too. So, I ha- I don't know. I just I, I guess I just I have more faith in men, weirdly. I do. I think that that there are a lot of good guys on those apps. But I think that they're the men that you're rejecting, that yeah. you don't, or you not know, yet, or not even looking at, or not even looking at, and you know, look, I'm sorry, man, but some at some point you're gonna have to say, look, I have to struggle and struggle and struggle for the, these guys that I've been going after. Do I really want to keep doing that? 
Well, I, I noticed in this question there was a pretty lengthy list of criteria as well. Loving, supporting, this, that. Yeah. And a, a lot of it is were like, um, you, you know, kind of kind of tricky words <laughs> that could mean a lot of things depending on your subjective positioning. So I think so much of this just really comes down to like, if you're not finding what you're looking for, look in a different way. Yeah, I mean, it's it seems like she's trying to meet a guy who is husband material and she knows it right away. Right. Guess what? That doesn't typically. These I forget these stories of. Oh, I knew on the first date. Fuck you. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. You, you didn't. I didn't. You didn't. <laughs> it takes time to determine mm-hmm. real, legitimate, long-term compatibility, but it also takes time to get a sense of someone's character. Yes. You know, and notice none of that is in here. There's no character here. It's good. It's successful, intelligent, loving, affectionate. It's all very surface bullshit. Yeah. So, Jane, you know, I don't, I don't know what to tell you, hon. I, I think uh... we've given her a lot of feedback. <laughs> Jane, I think that you have to reevaluate what you're looking for, where you're looking for it, and I think you need to Learn how to differentiate between a guy who wants sex because it's sex and people like sex. Mm-hmm. Most people, not all people. Sure. Um, and the guy who is pretending to like you just to get sex. Yeah. Those are I don't think guys. there's as much of that as there used to be because, like you said, there doesn't have to be. There doesn't have to be. There doesn't have to be. Uh, okay. You brought up something. At the beginning, before we were doing a little pre-show confab, yeah, you have questions about uh, virtual first dates because I wrote an essay uh, and, and I put it up on buffsandbrainiacs.com as well as my site, kristenmarachio.com, about all the ways I think dating is going to change mm-hmm. because of COVID. Yes. And one of the big changes I think will be that first dates will be uh, virtual. Yes. And I can't decide who's going to hate this more, men or women. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you say up. that? Well, I mean, you you can't have sex on the first date if you're virtual. You have to clean your apartment. No, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. Um, or or find a backdrop, I guess. Right. right? Um, there are all these going to be all these new questions about um, like how long a conversation is too long. Um, yeah. Those are your questions? I mean, I'm sure I'll come up with more, but that that was just off the top of my head, yeah. Here's what I think. And, and this is something... <laughs> Damn. I don't, I'm not dating. Sorry. <laughs> Here's what I think. And this has come from... Uh, I'm going to bring him up again, but Don and I, we do weekly like Skype uh, nights, mm-hmm. whatever. And I don't know. I really like them. I really like them. And of course, there's already that, like, I know him. Right. Um, but I enjoy the low pressure of these 
types of meetups. That was a, p- a point, I think, in favor of women, right? Like women are, are going to feel less pressure. pressure to spend money on doing their hair or whatever. Oh, fuck that. If you, you yeah. know what, if you want to do your hair, you can still do your hair. You well, can still it's do true, all that. but I'm, I'm just saying, although that pressure comes from uh, internal <laughs> forces, mm-hmm. people still claim that it's there. So Right. I, what That's I, gone. Yes, I think the the this is the thing that I've always hated about first dates was the like I know one thing I really hated was getting dressed for a first date. It was just so stressful. Of oh, does this yeah. all right? Do I look fat? Yeah, right? like this is this type. Blah, 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 blah. I don't want to deal with that bullshit. Right. You know, and that's what I like about the idea of a, of a virtual first date is you know you can put a sweater on and put some sweatpants on and they're not going to see you and well. <laughs> that reminds me of of another question I had, right? There's Yeah. There's going to the... be demands and subsequent pushback. Do you think so? Be like, "Oh, so st- stand back so I can see your whole body." You know body. what? Here's the thing though. We've been doing the video speed dating. Okay. And so far, everybody really likes it. Good. No one's been, "Oh, well, what and I can't and this and that." Because people, you know, you situate your laptop in a way, like let's say you're sitting cross-legged on the couch, or you can situate it in a way where they can see your body if you want. That's true. Uh, And you can, and but I also think that because of, it's been years now that we've been doing this. We've seen the pictures on, (laughs) do you know what I mean? So I think at this point now we know, we walk into a first date going, okay, there's a really good chance they're not going to look like their profile. And we brace ourselves for that. We're prepared for that. We're used to it. We've been conditioned to believe that this is a very real possibility. Right? Yeah. So I think that's the other reason, too, why people are like, okay, well, at least with the virtual, I can get a sense of them from the waist up. And if you see somebody from the waist up, you can get a sense of their lower body. But, hey, guess what? If you talk to somebody face-to-face, even if it's virtual, like that kind of chemistry, that's different than if you're just texting or talking on the phone. For sure. So this has kind of been what we've been looking for all along, which was when people were posting older photos and thinking, well, if they just get to know me. That's true. You know, so this is an instance where they will just get to know you. And, Mm -hmm. And there's more of a chance, let's say, I don't know, let's say, you have put on weight. Let's say, uh, once you have that virtual first date, they're going to know. They're going to know. I mean, gonna have after sense. after this, I think we'll all have put on weight, right? Right. Jesus, oh, oh, I don't <laughs> want to talk about it. I can I can already feel that I put on a good eight pounds, and I'm not happy about it. Um, but this is why I think virtual first dates are going to be such a good idea, because it's gonna it, it's gonna cut down on the the stress and the anxiety. I think it's safer for women. Mm-hmm to let this be the first date i think there's less time involved i think there's less money involved so i mean i don't know what those guys who test women by saying let's meet for coffee because you know that's just i i I just refuse to spend more than five dollars on you yes you know so i just want to see if you pass my test or not Ugh. so hopefully those guys will be weeded out of the whole gene they'll find a new test (laughs) (laughs) it'll be like a riddle Jesus Christ. But I do I do like the idea of virtual first dates. And I think 
that's where we're headed. I also think that the days of these sort of large scale happy hour parties, bye bye. Oh yeah. <laughs> Not yeah. happening. Not, <laughs> Not happening. For a while. Not for a while. The twenty somethings maybe, but mm no. I, I just think that uh I think that we are getting used to smaller crowds and getting used to um, being home and meeting right. people in groups. It's it's working. We're, we are. We're finding a way to make this work. We are finding a way to make this work, and it's important. Like, I can remember there were TV shows that I used to watch, and then when they'd go on winter break for two months, mm-hmm. that time slot, you know, Thursday, Grey's Anatomy, 8 to 9 o'clock. Let me tell you something. After two months, not only did I forget that the show was coming back on, but I started doing other things. Yeah. Right. And so I started tuning in less frequently. So I think that's where we're going to be at soon. You know, where, look, this, we've just, we've been doing this for six weeks. It's kind of a new way of life. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I'm all for the virtual first date. And as far as like how to have one, pick a night where you're not rushing back and forth. Don't do it right after work. Do it where you have some time to chill. And if you do want to clean up, you can, but you can use a virtual background, you know, of like, you know, the San Francisco bridge. Yeah. (laughs) I forgot about those. You can pour yourself a glass of wine or a cup of tea you know, you can, it's, it's so much easier. Check your angles, make sure you have the right. This is one thing I can't stand when I would, when I, we did a few tests with the video speed dating and I would participate in the events. And I can't tell you how many guys, it's like, I was talking on the top of their head. I'm like, dude, fix your computer. Make sure that people can see you appropriately. Yeah. You I know? thought you were going to say the opposite. Like they were, um, filming themselves from below so everybody looked like a blowfish <laughs> no but that is one concern that a lot of people have with these these platforms and we are we've already seen it with the zoom bombing and that is uh will somebody just be a total dick bag and in in one of his video dates just right. pull down his pants and that's like probably you know yeah, maybe so we're we're constantly looking out for that but i'm all for the virtual first dates and I think that people are, I think that they're realizing that they've wasted a lot of time because this was when you really wanted a partner. This, the, this time you want somebody in your life that you can, um, that you can connect with, that can be there for you. This was the, this is the thing. And, you, and if you didn't have it, I think it made people realize, oh, like I really want to make sure I, I have somebody. In case yeah. that happens again, because there's a really good chance this is going to happen again in a few months. So, yeesh, yeesh I know. We're getting dark again. Yeah, I know. Um, I read an essay last night on BuzzFeed. Okay. And it was from a woman talking about how uh, her the guy she had been dating, I guess she had been dating him for maybe a couple months, and or maybe a month before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then... Uh, during the pandemic, he broke up with her over Zoom. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's going to be a lot of that, right? There's going to be a lot of that now, too, you know, yeah. where you're kind of breaking up and they can see you. 
Although I think for that, I have to give the guy credit for doing that where he could have just used the phone. Right. You know, so she's like, oh, it was terrible. (laughs) It's the word she said. It just said she she was in her childhood bedroom because she was living with her parents. Mm. And her dad is downstairs like, (laughs) Amy, Amy. Amy, can you unload the dishwasher? Amy, you coming down for dinner? (laughs) Mm. It's like, dad, I'm busy. Yep. Very busy. We're busy. So I'll post the link to that as well. Anything else, Sarah? No, I don't think so. This one kind of sped by. Yeah, we'll have to do um, a post-Caroline recap. We'll do the, we will do a recap. How about that? But we're going to put it on Patreon. Sure. Sure. Sarah's like, sure. Yeah. No one's going to hear it, but... No, I'm I'm fine with it. The Holy yeah. Trinity will hear it. So. The Holy Trinity, you three, y'all, <laughs> will listen to it. And thank you. Uh, thank you. <laughs> and well, seriously, thank you. We yeah. appreciate it. We appreciate your support. You can follow us on Patreon by going to womenologypod.com and clicking the Patreon link in the in the navigation across the top of the site. Please send us more letters. We're loving these letters. I'm really excited about writing this stuff again. Uh, let's see. Oh. Go to, you know what, and maybe I'll list them on the womenology.pod, womenologypod.com site, but they're also on my buffsandbrainiacs.com site and kristamaraccio.com. The workshops that we have coming up next Monday is how to avoid the flakes, creeps, and scammers workshop. Good timing. Good timing, right? I'm very excited. (laughs) Yay! (laughs) Flakes, creeps, and scammers. (laughs) (laughs) so go to womenologypod.com or kristamaraccio.com or buffsandbrainiacs.com to find out more about that workshop on monday let's see i'm starting to branch out to philly and dc which i'm excited about okay okay uh very friendly communities very friendly communities yeah it's time i need to i need new markets uh rate us five stars on itunes sarah Anything else? I don't have a quip today. I'm sorry. <laughs> are you are you coroned out? I'm quipless. I'm quipless. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Be safe. And we will return. Bye. Bye.